Hi darlings, the most eagle-eared among you will notice that this episode is a little bit delayed. This should have been the mini-episode that went out in October following our interview with Dean Atter. The honest reason for the delay is that my mental health has been a little bit wobbly lately, so thank you so much for bearing with us. And last but not least, don't forget there's still time to enter our Christmas stocking open mic special episode. For the chance to have your poem hanging over the dead darling's fireplace this Christmas Eve, all you have to do is send us a recording of yourself reading or performing your poem. You can either email the audio file to deaddarlingspodcast at gmail.com or send it as a WhatsApp voice note to 077-612-70635. Uh, For best audio quality, try and record somewhere quiet with lots of soft furnishings. And don't forget to include uh, your name and your social media details so people can follow you and contact you and tell you how great you were afterwards. The deadline for that is 9am on the 22nd of December, so do try and get your poems in before then. We can't wait to hear your poems. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Dead Darlings Book Club. I'm Laurie Eaves. I'm Hannah Hutzber. And I'm Rebecca Cooney. This month's book is Witch by Rebecca Tomas, chosen by Hannah. So Hannah, why did you choose this book? So I looked at my stack of to-read and half-read pamphlets and almost all of them are by people I know. And this is one of the ones, few that wasn't. So that's uh-huh. part of how I picked. I spotted this in a bookshop, I think around Christmas time last year. And um, people who know me will know that I um, uh, extremely like witchy vibes, for lack of a better term. <laughs> uh, dark cottage core. Tis the season. Shawls and bundles of herbs and a cauldron and a roaring fire and just feeling wise and like I know the names of trees. Um, so for that reason, I was I was drawn to this title cover. It's a bright like neon pink and it's um, cover and it says witch on it. Kind of bright Barbie kind of a pink colour. It, it stood out. Fuchsia. It stood out on the uh, bookshelf. Um, and then when I started reading it, it hit a really weird place for me um i think me and laurie both tend to like tend to like poems where you absolutely know where you're going if that makes sense if you like stopped at any one point and said what's happening here you would have a very clear narrative and this is not that (laughs) this is like (laughs) jazz um and it's it's a strange mix i couldn't quite put my finger on it i don't know if i love it but it's a very different way of writing poetry to what I like and what I do. And also, I think I also... So for all my kind of dark cottagecore vibes side of... Ah, yes, slightly witchy. This sounds fun. Actually, like one one of them is like really graphically about what it's like to be in a scold's bridal torture device. It's not... Mm. It's not... It's not wholesome folksy witchy. It's witch trials were fucked up shit focus and but then interspersed with modern interspersed with timeless it, it's it's a weird mix yeah i wasn't sure yeah. if it was like you're supposed to read it as like there is a character of the witch going all the way through and she's moving through time or experiencing time in messed up ways or you know looking back and having lived for a long time like it's really confused and it 
to me it feels almost like it could be like and I don't think it sets it up like this but like there are bits where it's kind of set up like a witch trial like she's being interrogated did you dance with the devil have you mm, taught other people your magic that sort of thing and it could almost be just some mad shit that this woman who's had enough is hissing at you and you can mm. kind of build a narrative at you like it's just a long screed and you can build a narrative out of it and there are some bits that make sense and there are some bits where you go I have no idea where we're going um, and then mm. yeah and then some bits are back to being a coherent story again um, yeah. and yeah like you I, I didn't know if I loved that or not like I can't yeah. tell yeah yeah and some of them a, a lot of the titles I'm just going to flip into the um, yeah okay um, a lot of the titles are quite formulaic in a way there's spell for logic spell for change spell for sex spell for exile and then a lot of the other ones are called which in block capitals which something which government which scold which and the devil which mars which earth uh, yeah it, it's and then it kind of begins and ends with interrogation it's clearly been and hexes through... don't forget the hexes it has hexes uh, yeah i yeah. mean it starts out memorably with a penis hex which is kind of about all the ways to make a penis go away you've got poems about that haven't you rebecca <laughs> Uh, I've got I've got poems about um, you should treat if you're going to be if you're going to have a racist opinion you should treat it like a penis and not get it out in public uh, unless everybody's consented to it um, <laughs> and even then really think about it um, yeah it's it's a flawed metaphor but yes like and, and that there are moments where you're like which are quite funny um, and then there are moments where you're just like yeah like like you say it's quite traumatized or it's quite kind of um, visceral perhaps yeah there's a there's a lot more like body parts being upset <laughs> for lack of a better phrase um like yeah there's 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 burnings there's there's rotting there's there's all kinds of horrible stuff mm. and i think i oh god while i was reading this my brain did a really weird thing where i couldn't quite follow what was happening but occasionally the the overall kind of essence was enough and i think mm. I think a less good writer doing the same thing would have really annoyed me. And this one, I think it kept me kind of intrigued or like in my teens, I discovered Patti Smith and she was absolutely revolutionary to me as an artist. Um, mm. And she does a weird kind of spoken word rock music mix. Um, and then more recently, when I've gone back to Patti Smith records, I've been like, oh, I don't know. Um, and I think this kind of sits in that same area where like there is some kind of I can't quite work out how and why it speaks to me and that's why I wanted to wave it at you guys and see what you thought of it mm. um, I think it's quite a scary thing to admit when you are reviewing poetry books all the time and you know running a poetry podcast it's actually quite scary with any poem to sort of admit maybe I don't understand that and maybe that's not on the writer. Do you know what I mean? Or, or mm. like, because I don't feel like I understood a lot of this. Um, mm. And even, you know, my usual thing is, oh, it would repay a second reading. It probably would, but I'm not sure I would necessarily understand it then either. Um, I guess poems aren't I'm all about of... understanding, are they? Yes. Yeah, no, that's true. And sometimes. I think, but I think I'm often quite, I don't know, I'm quite embarrassed to admit that sometimes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even if I didn't necessarily get some of these pieces, reading stuff that was so 
abstract sometimes. I don't know what mm. I'm trying to say. I, I think it was it was enough detached from my normal writing that it was kind of useful. And I started, my brain started like putting together some different connections that I might not have in in things for myself. Um, because well, this these, is... The, the poet, a lot of them are really sort of longer pieces with mm. very few of the poems have any punctuation at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very like just... Uh, ongoing stream of of things mm. um like i've just opened it on one one page where it's um in the middle of a poem where which one is it it's which one <laughs> which one is it it's which yeah. trials which uh, which is which maybe it was when she put on that starchy halter maybe it was when someone knocked a fence up and her and the cow just looked at each other blindly. Maybe it was when corpses went into the river. Maybe it was in the book was when the books peeled off. Maybe it was when everyone started to look down at the floor rather than catching each other's eyes. And it just keeps these images keep building one upon the other mm-hmm. and, and keep keep coming at you, um, mm. kind of as a big big flow of images at a time, which is different to which is yeah. So you say Hannah, maybe a bit different to how maybe you approach poetry in your writing. Mm. And I think a lot of slam stuff as well. Like we, I think slam is more Mm. often than not a story or a person or a thesis rather than primarily imagery. Mm. I feel like this would not win slams. (laughs) Um, And yet like the writer is, I think she teaches creative writing and she's had something published by Bad Betty and yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's not, it's not, I doubt that anything in here that we're like, oh, I don't know what that's about. It's not, it's not going to be an accident on the author's part. It's, it's, a, these are very deliberate choices and we still don't quite get them. And I think, think it's going for the overall a, a strangely timeless uh there's there's the mix of modern day witch trial era and then almost all time in between like they will just pick things out yeah that could be from any time and it's it's disorienting and i think that's the the aim <laughs> um yeah but, and yeah. this this extended way in which you know what is uh what is a witch? What is a woman who doesn't fit in? What is kind of, you know, what is the treatment of women who aren't behaving in inappropriate ways, um, who are enjoying things they're not supposed to, um, who are angry in ways they're not supposed to be? It's kind of, yeah, bubbling under the surface with a lot of this stuff. Um, mm. One thing I did quite enjoy was like the... that A lot of it is quite gleefully playing with the madness of some of the the accusations that were leveled against people in witch trials, you know, that kind of, mm. that they, they would kind of accuse women of these, these absolutely batshit things like dancing with the devil and having sex with cows or the devil or the devil in, in an animal form or like, like hexing somebody or, you know, in a weird and ridiculous way or like a really petty way. And it just kind of, it feels like this book goes, yeah, right. Fuck it. Fuck it, maybe I did. Maybe I fucking did. And maybe I enjoyed having sex with the devil. And maybe the de- devil's actually quite a sensitive lover and we had quite a nice conversation. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Um, and yeah. that I really enjoyed, actually. There was there was kind mm. of a humour and a... Um, uh, yeah, a sort of wry rage to that, which I quite enjoyed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. 
Laurie, what did you reckon? You've been relatively quiet. I guess I didn't really find much in it that I liked. I, I, it's just not really my thing. I don't really Fair. care for blood and guts and viscera. Yeah, it's quite it's quite visceral for a vegan. Like vomit and <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, love I, all that shit. Maybe that's it. I just I know you do, and I just I, it doesn't yeah. quite do it for me. I mean, Hannah's always out of an evening reading chicken guts to find out what the weather's going to be tomorrow. Like, and it definitely does. It definitely doesn't do it for me when I don't really get what else is going on in it, mm. other than here's a big list of some disgusting things. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, fair, fair, yeah. Great. I think potentially my way into it was, and I suspect Hannah will identify with this. Um, is mm having as a teenage girl who felt you didn't fit in rather identified with anything about witch trials and kind of having been certain that somebody probably would have accused you of some bullshit had you lived in those times as everyone is but actually that's really complicated because we know that's not how communities really work but yeah like having really been very very fascinated by medieval witch trials by salem Mm. era witch trials all of that sort of stuff like really sort of yeah morbidly fascinated by it in almost the same way that i think like you know women and true crime podcasts that kind of cliche that i think that there was almost something yeah. on that level in my brain that was like yeah i want to know yeah. about this in quite a lot of detail so i feel like mm. i probably had a better way into this than you might have done laurie had mm. you perhaps not had that teenage interest <laughs> like i I don't say this in a shitty way and I think of you as a feminist and as an ally and somebody like you know what I mean I don't kind of go oh well he wouldn't get it because he's a fucking misogynist but I also think I think there's a thing that... yeah I, th- I, th- I think if, if, if you don't get the book about female if it's not for you I don't maybe it wasn't meant to be for you and that's okay yeah, exactly yeah. Like, yeah and I don't think that's a failure of the book or of you actually no. yeah no I think that's probably true <laughs> yeah it's it's this weird mix of um and it's not just this collection. There have been other collections I've read that have done this, almost this kind of mix of like witchy stuff, which I'm just not interested. I I I, I don't really have that interest in the way that, that Hannah does. It's which is fine. It's just not really my thing. Um, don't play enough like, when your penis floats away. That's all I know saying. exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> um, like this book doesn't do this so much, but like that kind of gothic. I'm going to talk about bodily fluids and maybe dissect some crows. I'm just not that interested <laughs> in. Actually, this one doesn't really dissect any crows, but particularly when I read a collection and it's got yet another poem about dissecting a crow, I'm like, I'm, I don't What was care. it we were reading recently like, where there was crow dissection? Uh, We've definitely had this I think it was Rosie Garland's collection. Ah, uh, um, yeah. But I'd read another one just before that that had something like that, and I was just like, I don't, I don't care about it. Leave <laughs> like, the poor crows and, alone. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Like... Um, I guess. Uh, but the Rosie Garland one, there were other poems and other bits of it that I could latch onto and characters that I could mm. relate to. Whereas in this one, it's like there's some witch. I'm like, okay, great. There's also a boy at a petrol station who's mentioned twice and a mm. devil. And I'm like, okay, I'm like I just I read it and didn't feel anything about it. Yeah. Fair. And that's that's okay. I think not every poetry book has to move everybody, you know, and that's mm. not necessarily a mark of quality, I think. I think the spell I think the the spell stuff works for me a little bit better than mm. the witch poems, like the the poems that are more explicitly 
this is a spell for something. I quite like that. I like how the um, the idea of having these tit- the titles being spell for this, spell for that, spell for this, mm. and kind of using the poem as an exp- as an, almost like a like the title is a recipe or a, a kind of um, mixture that the poem mm. is trying to create. Like I think that the the use of the titles there maybe allows me to get a little bit more into them. Um, mm. which I like as a as a device in it. Um, so that's that's a nice thing about the collection. Yep. Yeah, I kind of, the spell ones I enjoyed. Like I said, the early, the first kind of penis hex ones, like I said, there are some funny moments in it. Like, um, so it's talking about hexing penises away and it says, uh, hex in a philosophy seminar, see them start to detach and waver a few centimetres apart from their owners. Maybe I'm not actually bothered by the logical summation of things, their soft and sweet calculation and steadfast rationale. Maybe I like it out here in the dark cold wood with all my bits hanging down and fiery creatures perching on every surface, shaking their claws. Maybe I like it with God holding my sweaty, wavering hand. And kind of that sort of, I don't know, that I quite enjoyed. That was sort of one of the bits where I thought, okay, I can I can really get on board with this. And then there were other bits where I was just like, when it's good... I was I was quite excited for the rest of it, and then I felt like it never quite came through. But I was kind of interested to see where it would go. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's one of those collections where when I didn't get it, I'm 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 perfectly content to say I think that's me. I don't think that's the writer's problem, and I don't think this book cares if I don't get it. Actually, I don't think this book cares if ever. You know, I think it is one of those yeah, one of those collections where mm. it's just like. Ah, fuck it. I'm going this way. Keep up or don't fucking bother, and that's fine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and it is a book about female rage in a particular way and mm-hmm. yeah if you don't get it you don't get it fine and it, it like you was in one not you you laurie but you know what i mean like i think it, it doesn't really <laughs> care um which i quite enjoy um mm. yeah intellectually i feel like if you like a lot of people who are young in the sort of 90 young and female in the 90s onwards um had a bit of a witch phase um <laughs> then this is like which we are still waiting to emerge then this is like a kind of a visceral jazz <laughs> human jam or, i think is something that's mentioned in the book yeah it feels like a human jam yeah this is um um if you're into gore twice as good um yeah it's 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 not cute cottage cool which is it's it's visceral visceral jazz and human jam yeah, yeah. i found it interesting i didn't love it but I found it interesting enough to then make you guys read it because there was stuff that was clicking for me in ways I didn't quite get and I wanted to hear what you guys thought. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to remember some of the images in this. Like, they're going Mm. to resurface in weird ways, you know what I mean, down the line. Like, it's it's not a book that I kind of read and go, oh, all right, that's done then. You know, actually, um, do you know what? I probably would recommend this. Um yeah like reading it was an interesting experience i like i say i'm going to be chewing over stuff there is stuff going on there is something going on here mm. that i am mm. going to keep mentally playing over and probably will read again um hannah would you recommend i think i would recommend it to some people not everyone i feel like this is mm. this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea and so i want to yeah i would not be like yes buy it for all your relatives <laughs> um but i think i think <laughs> depending on yeah yeah it's it's got some imagery in it that made me stop and think and and yeah is is a very confident confident themed collection um which Mm. yeah gave me pause for thought 
I'm just trying to imagine various aunts and uncles unwrapping this at Christmas uh, and reading uh-huh. the cunt text at the end. Um, that's fun. <laughs> that's just going to keep me amused uh-huh. for quite a while. Uh, just putting the different yeah. relatives in that role and seeing how they react in my head. Um, nice. Yeah. Cool. So that's Witch by Rebecca Tomas. It's out on Penned in the Margins Press and it is 9 99 RRP. Mm-hmm. 